The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Class four on a Friday afternoon. Kimbo on the week with you. Thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. We are live from Studio Lumo SA. Currently 19.7 degrees outside. few texts coming through wanting Matty's tips again for the Caulfield Cup. The $5 million Caulfield Cup. His first tip is without a fight. Number two. Number eight, Solcombe. Number of the Richmond boys part owners in that, including Jack Graham. Uh, number nine, Jude DeCessa. And number five, Francesco Gardi. And as we say, Rooch, what's gambling really costing you? Time to head to uh, India it's now. costing me 17 coffees at the moment. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. That's how many times you've been wrong this year. It's a right. fact. All right, let's head now to Bengaluru because Australia are about to take on uh, Pakistan in a game that they need to win. As we welcome world cricket guru, that's the only way to describe him, Bharat Sundarasan. Hello, Bharat. Ah, afternoon, guys. Uh, if you do hear a lot of traffic in the background, it's just it's just India. So I'm I'm <laughs> headed for lunch before I head to the ground, and you'll love the name of this place. It's called Trippy Goat. It's a Trippy Goat. I'm headed to. That, that's the hmm. name of the restaurant. Okay. It is indeed. <laughs> Good luck to me. <laughs> so what will you be ordering, Brad? Well, um, something I'm going to trip on, I guess, in a good way, because like it is a big game, and then. You know, Australia, Pakistan, it, it, you could well say the winner today more or less will have the best chance to make it through to the semi-final, yeah. especially Australia. I mean, they're two and one down, don't forget. Mm. Uh, but they have to see off Pakistan. Netherlands yep. await yep. in Delhi after this. But they have to make it to all today. Yeah, so Pakistan currently sitting in fourth position. Australia sitting in seventh position. Before we get into the game, I was interested in an article, I presume that you have read it, where Wazam Akram, perhaps one of the greatest bowlers or the greatest bowlers of all time, said that Mitchell Stark is in his, is his second best bowler of the past 20 years. The only man ahead of him was Dale Stain from South Africa. Oh, look, I've said this so many times. I think Mitchell Stark is one of the most underappreciated uh, Australian greats, uh, not just in white ball cricket. Right? We speak about his uh, uh, extraordinary numbers in one-day cricket, but you just have to look at his test numbers as well. Uh, you know, getting over 300 wickets, uh, the rate at which he's done, the strike rate, and the number of matches he's set up and won for Australia, not just at home, but everywhere. Uh, but for some reason, I don't know, it always feels like uh, in everybody else's perception that oh, Mitchell Stark can do better. But he has. I mean, he's, he's, he's been one of the best Australia has ever produced. And when you get like praise like that from the great Bhakti Makram, mm. uh, uh, and considering Mitchell Stark is the only time he's named, says everything you need to know. And I really do think Australia needs to appreciate him more. Yeah, and one of the reasons he's been a little maligned was the continual criticism he received from Shane Warne. Now, it's just such a damn mm. shame that Warne is not still with us for a multitude of reasons. Yeah. But I'm sure they yeah. would have smoked the peace pipe eventually, those two. And uh, I heard Mitchell Stark talk about it some time ago, that it was disappointing that he mm. never got the chance to, yeah. to sit down with him and sort out their indifferences. Oh, exactly. I remember being there for that press conference. Uh, it was last year during the T20 World Cup, and um, you could see that he genuinely was disappointed that didn't happen. But uh, look, I've always looked at it as a lesson for all of us, right? Like, uh, it's better to bury the hatchet 
uh, as soon as you can with whoever it is. And especially if you have, if you do care about them and you respect them, like mm. I'm sure Mitchell Stark did with Shane Warne. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, with Mitchell Stark, it's always been a question of body language. Right? Then body language is so subjective. Everybody has their own personalities and the way they carry themselves. Uh, but with him, I mean, he's just, he is a laid-back character. He isn't your in-your-face fast bowler. But there are times when he can get fired up. And I thought he was really fired up against Sri Lanka uh, four days ago. Uh, and all, of, all the Aussies were as well. I mean, they realized that they were disappointing in the first two tests or first two games. And they had to pick up their game, which they did. Bharat, you are now in the city, which our old school atlas told us was Bangalore. What are the conditions like? Mm-hmm. And how much will the toss influence um, the way in which this game unfolds? Weather-wise, it's uh, arguably the best city to be in uh, in India. 12 months in a year. This is one thing you have to say about Bangalore. Otherwise, they get to you, <laughs> the people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, conditions-wise, uh, you don't want to be a bowler. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, this pitch... Oh always offers a lot of runs. Um, you know, in the IPL, it's known for its big scores, big six-hitting, small playing area, so yeah. smaller boundaries, and the ball comes on beautifully. So um, there will be due later on, I guess. Uh, so it'll be a tricky toss. Um, uh, you know, do you want to be chasing down whatever the opposition puts up on the ball, knowing that due will have an impact? Maybe. Uh, but you also don't want to miss out on like, batting and making a big score here, putting runs on the board. So uh, maybe a good toss to lose in that sense. A good toss uh, to look, lose. The one toss, uh, the one toss is lost led to them winning. So I guess he wouldn't mind doing that again. All right. So you, just say you're the captain of Australia, you win the toss. What are you doing? Mm, I mean, looking at the opposition, looking at Pakistan, and just the way they function, I think I, I would put them in. Uh, to be really? honest, uh, and I would because they don't have the kind of middle order that uh, powers you through to big totals. Back your fast bowlers to get some movement with that white ball, which has been moving around a little bit. And if you can knock over Babar Azam early, I think you can really like get into that middle order and restrict them to anywhere under 300 or even to 80 odd. Uh, you would chase it down in Bangalore any day. Okay. See, that's interesting. We're doing a nearest the pin, Barat. You can have a crack at this, uh, thanks to IGA Supermarkets. Mm-hmm. The question is, who wins tonight between Australia and Pakistan? And how many runs mm-hmm. will Australia make? Now, most of the texts that we are getting are saying it depends on the toss. And everyone thinks Australia mm. needs to win the toss and they should bat first. So it's worth a $100 IGA voucher. We'll give it to you if you get it right. Uh, who wins and how many runs will Australia make? Can we raise the stakes here, please? Okay, I'm just kidding. I really do think Australia will win uh, uh, for a variety of reasons. This Pakistan team um, is, sh- is shaken up uh, for obvious reasons, not just because they went down to India, which always kind of changes the narrative around them in World Cup, but also what they've had to experience in, in Ahmedabad from the crowd and everything around. Yeah. Um, they still have just a handful of journalists who've been allowed to get into the country. Uh, Hassan Ali joked about how now they have gone from 40 fans to 47 fans in India right now. So <laughs> it, it's not easy to get yourself up after a game like that. Um, and Australia, on the other hand, um, I'm not saying they're peaking, but they ticked a lot of boxes getting into this game. So, uh, you know, I do feel that it could well be uh, the time when Australia starts getting better and better from this point on. But they're facing Pakistan exactly when they want to face them. Uh, in terms of how many runs they'll make, well, I mean, I guess uh, since I'm uh, expecting them to chase or, or I would get them to chase, um, I think anywhere under 300, 
uh, I think they would chase down easily. They're the long, uh, longest just bloody answer the ever, Barat. Australia to win and how many uh, well, runs? There you go. <laughs> how many runs? All right, Australia. How many runs? All right, but I'll say how many wickets. Uh, they'll win no, by seven wickets. That, or they'll win by... <laughs> That's not the question. Oh, you have just touched a very sore oh, toe my God. there, yeah. All right. Well, what if Australia bats first? How many will they make? Uh, how, how many will they make? Uh, they'll make 328. There you 328. Go. That's higher than most people are predicting. Hey, good to see Adam Zampa get back into some form. Very much so. Uh, though, having said that, he didn't train um, at all. I mean, he didn't bowl up at yesterday or day before while everybody else did. Uh, he had a ginger little run around the ground though yesterday. I think he will play. Uh, there, aren't, there aren't any major concerns. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's so good that he's among the wickets. He started poorly again in the last game. And then he clutched his back after the third over. He, you were, there were all kinds of alarm bells going off. But I think it's good that he came through that uh, with the back spasm. Um, and, yeah, it played a big role in, um, you know, keeping Sri Lanka to... Uh, a very paltry total. Uh, so, uh, great signs for them. And they need Adam Zampa to fire if they have to go deep in this tournament. And has Travis Head arrived now? Did he arrive today? Uh, he was or? supposed to be on a flight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he would have arrived in Delhi, though. He's not coming here. So I think the Australian team will meet uh, Travis uh, tomorrow in Delhi from what, what we've been told. Um, so, yeah, it'll be good to have him around. I mean, like, he's such a burst of energy, isn't he, yeah. uh, around this group. So, yeah, it'll be great to have Travis Head here. And look, maybe at the right time as well, if Australia can go 3-2 and two up after the Netherlands game and then have Head ready, what better, right? Like, And then you're talking of them uh, being a potential contender for not just semi-final slot, but to go all the way. And okay. is it as simple as he goes in and Labashain goes out? Is it that simple? Ooh, uh, Yes and no. I mean, look, with Travis said, you also get the bowling options, right? Like, so mm. then, um, uh, and because the seamers like Stoinis hasn't bowled a lot, yep. uh, maybe they find a way of keeping Manus and like, it could come down to that. I'm not saying, I mean, the most obvious uh, swap would be head for Manus. Uh, but considering Stoinis isn't bowling and head will bowl uh, off spin, uh, maybe they might consider, uh, you know, extending their batting with Manus in the middle. Um, and leaving the all-rounder out. But, I, like, you know, we, we'll yeah. see once you said. I know. And then there's the statistically Stoinis being better a T20 player than a one-day player. Hey, uh, we appreciate your time, mm. Barat. We put you in the competition. We're reluctantly squeezed out that you reckon Australia will make 328 and that they will win. We love yeah. your time. Have a great call yeah. today. We like, look forward to listening to it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'll leave my address once I get off the call. You can send that voucher to me because I will win, trust me. <laughs> I love it. We've got your address. Have a great call. We'll hear that. You can join in on <laughs> SEM. Guys, thank you. There he is. You're a good man, Brad Sundarasam. Uh, four fifteen. too confident there. Yeah. yeah. A bit presumptuous. Yeah, he made it complicated. We revisited the opening of the show, didn't we? Hey. <laughs> Thought we'd forgot about that. Uh, Phil's gone nearest the pin. Australia wins. Australia scores 288 runs. Good on you, Phil. Simon from Noosa says Australia to win 325 runs if they bat first. Interesting. Barat said he'd bat second if he yes. won the toss. And the South Australian Redbacks are batting second, and they have lost another two wickets since we last did. So four down? Four down for 172, chasing 292. But the gap in the current run rate and the required run rate has gone from 4.76 current 
to now chasing lines. Is that an eight or eight point five seven? Don't be proud, Roach. Get some glasses. All right. Hey, at uh, after the four thirty <laughs> news, Jason could. Well, it's only three foot away from you. Wow, that really has deteriorated my eyesight, yeah, hasn't yeah, it? Yes, so they, they have. Uh, Jason Caddy joined us after 4.30. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How are the locals like it? We'll chip in and get you some.